Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. WXVU is proud to debut The Morning Roar, our brand new weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, we'll discuss the latest happenings of Villanova and bring you news, sports, in-depth interviews, and all kinds of cool features. That's The Morning Roar, this and every Friday at 8 a.m. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabriella Raffoul with your Villanova Campus Minute. A 43-year-old Bryn Mawr man was charged with walking around one of the courtyards in the commons without permission and then becoming combative with university public safety officials. Anthony DeMeo is free on $100,000 bail after being arraigned Saturday before District Judge Leon Hunter III on charges of aggravated and simple assault, public drunkenness, and related charges. Villanova Director of Public Safety David Chajeski said DeMeo has been issued a no trespass order and is banned from university property. Chajeski he said not to engage with this man and asked anyone who sees DeMeo to contact the Public Safety Office at 610-519-4444. In other news, on October 13th, Reverend John P. Stack passed away peacefully at the age of 75. As per Father Peter's announcement, Father Stack was an enduring presence at Villanova for more than 50 years. Under Father Stack's leadership, there was a great expansion of campus life as Villanova transformed from a largely commuter campus to a residential experience. Additionally, Father Stack was instrumental in the formation of Villanova's Parent and Family Engagement Program, a cross-campus partnership involving the offices of the University Advancement, Enrollment Management, the Career Center, Student Life, and Provost. Apart from his professional accomplishments, Father Stack was best known to generations of Villanovans as a priest first, but also as a teacher, an athlete, an advisor, and a friend. The viewing and funeral mass will take place on Friday, October 21st, with the burial immediately following the mass. With this week's Villanova Campus Minute. I'm Gabrielle Raffoul from the WXVU Newsroom. Have a voice for radio? Need to get your hands on audio video gear? Does journalism or writing interest you? How about photography and capturing memories? Villanova's media organizations are open to all majors and include WXVU 89.1, VTV, Tech Crew, The Villanovan, and The Bel Air Yearbook. Come hang out with an awesome group of creative students and find your home in Villanova's media programs. Stop by Doherty 102 to learn more. Brought to you by the Office of Student Involvement, Student Media Programs. Hello. Hello. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Hello, everybody. Um, we are back. I am a... There's some buzzing. I don't know what that is. Can, can, yeah, I don't know what that do is. Do you guys hear that? Hold on. Let me, let me adjust. Let me get a little adjustment going. That's, that's terrible. Hey mom, can you can you hear can you hear that buzzing? Um, is 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 that? I might have to switch to another mic. Um, or is it my mic? It, is it your mic? Is it my mic? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Hello.
If it's just a, I mean, I can hear you fine. It's oh, just like my mom said yes a little bit to uh, the the buzzing. I I I am not sure what it is. Um, hold on, I might need to unplug a microphone or something. Is this like unplug thing important? Uh, it shouldn't not be. I I I don't I don't. My mom said it's okay. Guys, to those to those of you who are watching, if if this buzzing gets is really annoying, um, just turn it off. Just just <laughs> just turn it off. Lower lower the volume. You know, you can still support us uh, in spirit. But I wanted to do a little bit of a a, a spooky uh, uh, show for you guys today, and I have a very special guest. Uh, her name is Kira Kendrick. Uh, hello, Kira. She's going to help me celebrate spooky Sean talk. Hold on, let me. I have a little sound effect here. How's that? How's that, guys? Very, very spooky. Okay. Um, so I wanted to talk about some some Halloween costume ideas. I, I, I want to know, can, can you reveal what you're, you're being for Halloween, Kira? Oh, there's just so many options. I've. You know, I have an ongoing list right now uh, that's actually recently been updated. I had to make some changes. Um, but the one very strong... Oh, is that is that better? Yeah, that's okay. better. Yeah, yeah. The one very strong option I have right now is uh, my roommate, Kelsey Lindquist, if anyone knows her. her Shout out her. <laughs> her father gave her a like old Hawaiian shirt of his. And uh, she gave it to me, so I've decided to dress up as him. I'm going to be Scott Lindquist in beach mode, which I'm very excited about. It will be, like, a little bit girly, though, you know, just adding my own my own flair to it. But that's Ooh. that's my main one, so a little beachy dad moment. Um, I also really want to be Michael Jackson in some form, but, like, kind of, like... <laughs> I want to. I want to find like an underground photo that like no one's ever really seen of him and dress up like that, so everyone's kind of confused by what it is. And then I'm like, oh, it's this picture of Michael Jackson. And then I do a little spin, and do then you, they know. Do you have like an era of Michael Jackson that you're leaning towards? Absolutely. Like, whatever thriller is like, era. Honestly, whatever is the most camp. That's what I'm gonna go for. Oh, the most camp. Yeah. So I don't think my mom knows what. <laughs> so I really tailor. You know, I really tailor this this show. Um, like every episode, I, I I talk about my mother, and because um, she's always texting me, giving me commentary on the side. Um, she's letting me know if I screw up or, or if it's boring or not. Um, but uh, wh- what does camp mean to the to older listeners out there? Yeah, in in a couple words, it's just something that's like so bad that it's good. So like for an older listener, like you know, like Rocky Horror is like the definition of camp mm. it's stuff like that where it's so bad it's good i think that kind of stemmed from um what was that fashion was it the met gala was that oh yeah that did was they horrible. have the theme of camp was yeah, that what it but was that was not a good representation of what camp is supposed to be i see i i, I think but i think that's where it really the term was like popularized though because it was well, like, like it's yeah it, the, the 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 fashion there was like so like goofy and like not on theme that the people are like oh it's camp like and then i think it i mean i could be wrong but i think wait bring up some pictures of like camp like camp met gala because like some of those you know outfits were just so so not camp that's camp what is that that's that's camp um who is that i don't know who that is 
Oh, well, here's Vanity Fair. Oh, Vanity Fair's got uh, Jared Leto holding a head of himself. With like a... It's so like odd. Like a king's outfit on or something like, like a, that. Like a wizard's outfit like, robe I, on. I might give that camp. Harry Styles is not camp. That's just him. Yeah, Harry know? Styles Gucci. It's like the thing about Met Gala is like, I don't know. They have these themes and people just do not follow them. Like this was supposed to be, I think this was supposed to be in the realm of like, like a camping trip theme. Yeah. I think that's what it was like trying to be, but people are just like carrying heads of themselves and wearing. Look at Kim Kardashian. Like that's, it's just her. Like that's not camp. It's just her. It's just people do not. Or maybe that's the statement is that she thinks she's camp just in life. Which Lady Gaga, is. that this is tough though. The, That's the giant, fo- the giant phone. Yeah, I, I do have to say I'm not an expert on camp at all. Like no one should ever take my word on it. As camp is like, it's like an ironic cheesiness that you're self aware about that it becomes so cheesy that it's cool. Yeah, but, but I, I feel like camp just being <laughs> at the Met Gala, like already it's not <laughs> camp. You know, it has yeah. to be like kind of. You know, avoiding mainstream at no. any cost. No, like yeah. this is like the definition of mainstream. Like, uh, I don't know. I can't think of like a popular celebrity that's camp. Uh, I don't know. Thrift Shop when that came out by Macklemore oh, was yeah. pretty. Speaking of Halloween, back to my roommate Kelsey. I feel like I'll be talking about her a lot. She's gonna be Macklemore from Thrift Shop for Halloween. Oh yes, she got, you told like, me that. The, yeah, she went on Depop, got herself a little fur, so and like a wife beater, so she's ready. Oh wow, yeah. that it really. You know, she should just like shave her head and like have like the the, the f- those side part mohawk thing he had going oh, on yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Let's see. My mom is texting me. Kanye West camp. Oh, my mom's my mom said uh, she knew what camp meant. Okay. 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 Um, Wait, what's her name? My mom, Madeline. Ma- should I call her Mrs. Volpe or Madeline? Uh, I'm either is fine. I okay. I. I Mrs. Volpe, thank you for your, your oh, knowledge on the oh. subject. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is kind of a good way for my mother to meet my friends that are in school, mm-hmm. since she, you know she can't like individually meet all of you guys. It gives a good voice to, but you know, I think it's called Sean Talk, but it's all about the guests, you know. It is. We and both talk the whole time. We, we well, but like it's we talks, you know. We we talk, but wait, is it Sean Talk? Sean talks. Sean Talk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I, Sean talks. I really didn't know what to name it. Um, it was just kind of spur of the moment. I was like, "How do I make this unique and me?" At you know, but also I like mean, it's not- literally you. It's yeah, Sean it, talk. it's Sean talk. I thought about saying like the Volpod. Oh, I like that. The, I really that, like that. I I I thought about doing a rebranding because I was like, Sean talk sucks, but everyone's like, keep Sean talk. It's it's classic, bro. And I was like, okay, but for me, for Halloween though, um, I have two costumes one of them is a lot better a lot more effort um going into it than the other it's linguini Mm. from ratatouille the main character the uh the chef he's i i bought a i bought like actual like chef attire like i didn't get costumes so i got a chef jacket an apron like a really tall chef hat and then in that movie the the remy the rat uh is Mm. controls well, he helps. He assists Linguini with his cooking. Um, so I'm good. I have a magnetic Remy that goes on my shoulder. Are you kidding? That's no, yeah, it, 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 it's it's like really well made. It does not come off. And I, my <laughs> second costume is uh, Mac Miller, 
It, it's oh, just like yeah. it's just like a picture of him that I liked. Uh, he has it's like really easy. Um, it's like slides, baggy shorts, a bucket hat, and like a baggy shirt. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, and like some shades or something. So I was like, yeah, I'll I'll do that. But oh yeah, those are two very very solid options. Yeah, and I I mean I don't know. I I I just thought of like whatever came to mind. I was just like, oh, um, Ratatouille is a good movie. I feel like that's like easy enough to identify and easy enough to dress up as if, without a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. My my thing is my roommates they they never like do anything. This buzzing is really I'm oh, sorry. I've totally forgotten about it. My mom said Mac Miller, you dress up like that every day. And you can <laughs> my mom said you can call her Maddie. Oh, okay, Maddie. <laughs> but oh oh my that's so weird for you. That, I know, I don't I don't know. I don't know her. I feel like we're we're getting close on this podcast. Oh. I mean she's provided the, the theme for this, so Oh, it's true. Yeah, my mom my mom gives me a lot of footnotes. Uh, like today's podcast, I don't know if you, the viewers can tell, but I, I have not prepared um, really anything. And my mom just gives me like she she's like she told me to talk about um, Leslie Jordan, uh, which I did not know who that this happened. Yeah, Kira did not know about. Uh, I mean, she, she knew of him obviously, but she didn't know that he passed unfortunately. What did she? What did she die of? They said last last time I checked, um, he was driving and just like had a medical emergency supposedly and just crashed. Wait, how old was he? What does that he say? He was sixty seven, oh yeah. My God. It's a shame, no. It's um yeah, it was believed he had a medical episode. Oh my God. It it was such a shame because um my mom's a huge fan. She has like a, 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 a I keep going back to my mom. Sorry, <laughs> but she has a, a like a, a ringtone that says like "Answer the phone, B word" when someone calls her, and but you yeah. hear what the word is. Um, he was just like such He's like a gem. yeah, like, he was a gem. Um, especially during quarantine. Um, his TikToks were his hilarious. like he he completely blew up over quarantine because of like his positive energy and um. And he's a LGBT icon too. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's a legend. So maybe I should be him for Halloween one of the nights. Oh, that that would be cute. Yeah. You just Aww. need like thick frame glasses and and just like Aww. a little sweater with a collar. Oh, he out. he he was he was so funny and so sassy and just such a, a warm person or persona that he gave off. And yeah. I, I know it helped a lot of people um, during quarantine. Um, like seeing his videos and like being able to laugh at his videos in such a terrible time but um get back to get back to the halloween yeah not to segue so harshly sorry it it is it is common on the show for me to segue pretty bad but uh um top tier halloween candies oh i mean i i'm a chocolate girly like all the way so like when i get really excited okay this is gonna be kind of embarrassing for me but like i love kit kats like, Kit Kats are my favorite, and I'm not, like, a Kardashian watcher at all, like, by any means, <laughs> but I do know, I think it was Kourtney Kardashian who was, like, trolled online for eating her Kit Kats in, like, a really weird way. You do that? Yeah. I, like, break, because it makes it last longer, and it's, like, what? it's so neat instead of just, like, but, uh, no, it's embarrassing of me. Wait, like, wait, 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 how do you, how do you, how do you? Okay, do you so, do? so you have the Kit Kat, right, like, the little, like, just an individual bar, like, not yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. You don't just bite into, like, you know, a stack of Kit Kats, like, that's weird. So you have, like, the single bar, 
and you bite off like the top layer of wafer like with the chocolate what? and then yeah and then what? you bite off the chocolate ends like like all the sides and then you're left with like two layers of wafer and the bottom layer of chocolate and then you eat the bottom layer of chocolate and then you eat the middle wafer last and i like it's not even like i you know follow courtney kardashian that closely like i just happened to see it and i gave it a try and i i haven't been able to stop yeah there's the step by step so i think i saw it on the daily mail too actually that's exactly where i saw it. i love the daily mail daily mail is so, so silly talk it's about so camp silly. talk about camp look at this yeah. this is sinful yeah. it, it she's like splitting up like vertically the the uh, i don't know yeah uh, by the way, this is not an ad for Kit Kats. Yeah, we no, this is not an ad for Kit Kats, but this is just, <laughs> this is, oh, what? Yeah. Hey, at least you're not like, I've seen people that just straight up bite into the Kit Kat bar. Yeah, when there's like four snap- in a row. Yeah, no, without snapping gross. it. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a sucker for, uh, it's kind of a basic pick. I mean, I love me some peanut butter, so I like some Reese's peanut butter cups. Mm. Um. Mm-hmm. Do you, what, what is your opinion on candy corn? I don't have a problem with it. It just tastes like it's kind of like vanilla, right? That's the flavor, really. I, I, I really don't know what it is. I think it's just like straight up like sugar and and dye and yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't seek it. I don't go out of my way to get candy corn. But if someone's going to give it to me, like I kind of – it's more so like – I eat like it's like if you have like a bowl of M and M's in front of you, you just like eat it like without even realizing you're just yeah, you know it, it's true because it's like, I mean I I do love M and M's, but like how many people are like, you know if they go to the store are they picking M and M's out like just like for wait, I do though like are you talking about like for Halloween like just for, for themselves oh, just for, the, for like I do that okay Actually, okay not often well he, okay so here's my thing this isn't Halloween related but. Uh, my family has like hu- has had like a huge Christmas Eve party like every single year of my life, and we get a huge thing of those like green and red M and M bags. Oh. And so like, so like when I think of like M and M's, I think of like those little bowls all over the house during the party, which I just like, you know, eat obsessively throughout the night. So that's what I mean about the candy corn, though. It's like I'm not like eating it because I want to eat it. I'm eating it because it's there. And it's just like out of habit. I I. I- Peanut M and M's, classic. Um, mm. I, eh. <laughs> I just like I'm not uh, a big. I like peanut butter, you, but I and I like peanuts in general, and I like peanut butter and chocolate. I don't like peanuts in my candy bars. Like Snickers are a no for me. Honestly, if it was socially acceptable, I would still be trick or treating. I think. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh, I fair. mean, you're getting free candy. You're just, but like, I feel like the social norms is like only kids can trick or treat. I yeah. I I like what's stopping me from trick or treating is the 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 judgment I would receive as a 21 year old man going up to people's houses and like I feel like I would need to like get some like little cousins, my little cousins to go with or something to That's be able to. just a beard, so that yeah. you can just take their candy at the end of the night. I know. I I I just like. Just snatch their candy out, or you know, have a little tax, have a little candy tax. Yeah. But I mean, I guess like the reason why, like we can't really do that, is because like I mean, we can buy our own candy at this point. Like they're True. probably like, why are you taking my candy? Like you have a car, a credit card. Like just go buy a bag of M and M's and call it a night. You yeah. Know, go home. Yeah, and kids like that's true because little kids, you know, they're not making their own income. Um, maybe they have like a 
weekly salary from their parents yeah. but uh they're and even then they're probably not advised to like buy candy with um that money so i, I yeah that that's true but like i don't know i i just really i feel like especially this year i feel like a lot of people are excited for halloween because last year i feel like i don't know the last few halloweens for me I haven't been too excited about, Mm -hmm. but I feel like everybody's embracing the spooky season. I've been so ready for the the change of seasons. Like, I hate, I just hate the heat. Yeah, I hate, I hate, like, just like so many things. I hate sweating profusely. I get that. I, 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 I sweat. I I, I love like just 10 to like 50 to 55. Perfect. With a breeze is like my ideal day. It's perfect. Even if it's like cloudy, I'm like, I'll take this over like a sunny, like 75 degree weather day, even though that's for some people, that's like cool weather. Yeah. Like I'll, I love just, and I love the atmosphere, except one, one thing I don't like is my mental health mm. definitely, uh, isn't great, uh, with the seasonal depression. Well, not see. I don't, I wouldn't say I have seasonal depression, but I would say definitely the, the lack of sunshine, um, in the, the, the latter half of days yeah. and nights, I feel like the sun going down earlier and coming up sooner. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like the sun being out, uh, less it definitely impacts my mental health. That's all. I would say that's the only thing I, oh, hold on. I need to close this cording KitKat thing. It's, <laughs> I, I'm staring at, at it on my computer right now, yeah. but, um, I would say that's the only thing um, that I don't like about when it gets colder is just for some reason we're like hardwired to, I guess, I think it's evolutionary reasons, right? I think like so. we're I mean, hardwired. Sorry. No, you're good. We're, we're hardwired to um, want to like love the sun in a way mm-hmm. and we're or like we're happier. We're naturally happier when we receive uh, vitamin D and sunlight, and I think that's just because of evolution, evolutionary reasons that we're we're uh, we're not nocturnal beings. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, even like other animals, like go into hibernation. You know, like they they don't hang around to see the yeah, the, the no sunlight days. Dude, when I was younger, I thought hibernation was like, I thought the bears would like go and sleep for like two months just straight. And like not eat anything, is that and I—that is not what they do. That is not what they do. I thought they would. I thought the bears would like somehow slow their digestive system like every year, and and go and sleep in their little caves or whatnot. Or I I, I don't so even what know. What do they? Do? Oh, so you don't know what they do? No, I I they so they sleep for long periods of the day, but like they don't. They still like get up and like eat and you know use so, the bathroom I mean, so we, and still do bear activities but they just sleep for a lo- like a long period of I day. I mean, I think like we do that too then. If you really think about it. You think we hibernate? You think I humans mean, I think, hibernate? I mean, I think when someone's suffering like seasonal affect disorder for example and they're you know like going through a depressive episode or something, they're spending a lot of time in bed. They're they don't have the energy to do you know more than the things to keep them alive you know or you know not to get too dark but i mean like yeah in a sense i feel like we kind of hibernate in a similar it's just weird too because i was just watching that spongebob episode like literally today where sandy goes into hibernation and did it like depict her like going to sleep for oh was was that the one where she's like huge yeah where she's like yeah and and, uh spongebob and patrick are stuck yeah 
And they like they like skin her for her fur so that they can keep warm because they're locked in in the winter. That's it's such a good. Larry that's a scary episode. Honestly, I was scared of of Sandy in that episode. Yeah, she was terrifying. She was huge and like yeah. just an imposing presence. Yeah. But um, I what was I gonna say? Oh, you said about humans hibernating yeah. now. But I I mean it's not like you know it's definitely obviously not to the similar like the same extent. But, I mean, we do get kind of lethargic in the winter at the same time. I'm telling you, bro. I feel like so many things that we do as people just can be tied back to, like, just us when we were primitive people. Yeah. Um, Just, like, us maybe, I don't know. Could be a stretch. I'm not a scientist by any means. Neither am I. But just to clarify. Yeah, this is just us talking. You know, we're yeah, too social too, science. Too majors. yeah. Too. Uh, I'm a statistics. I'm, I I work with numbers, so I, I I'm yeah. I'm not too well versed in biology or anything. But I I feel like a lot of things that we do as people and our behaviors can be tied back to like when we we're primitive and like. I'm sure as the seasons changed, we were more inclined to sleep more because, you know, it's uh, humans, you know, we don't like the cold. If you're out in the winter with, let's say, like back then when we were primitive species and we had very little, very little clothing, if any, you were not surviving if you're going out in the snow for like hours at an end. Mm -hmm. So they were probably more inclined and which, you know biologically programmed their future generations they're probably more inclined to uh i guess hibernate as you would say when seasons change and when uh and also with the lack of sunlight they're more scary predators lurking in the dark and that is this ties back to monsters and halloween because oh yeah yeah let's get back there because <laughs> monsters are I think I I think this is actually fact. Yeah, this could be a theory, but um, I read that somewhere that monsters and the reason why children fear monsters it's it's a biological programming that um, we've evolved with this trait to be able to fear things in the dark or things in the corner of the room because those that were like in the Stone Age that were more fearful of predators and more aware and alert they survived and they passed on their genes and that behavior was inherited from generation to generation and and it kind of became like a you know a universal thing for people and especially children children definitely uh i mean children have a strong imagination and i i have a spooky monster story i i have and i looking back um i don't know it it felt so real in the moment it could have been i think it might have been sleep paralysis now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but sleep paralysis, for those who don't know, I'm sure a lot of most people know, it's when basically you're stuck in that um, stage of being conscious and sleeping. And it, because of that, like you can see everything, but you have like no control over your body. And you're, you essentially dream in real life. Mm-hmm. You, you you and it's scary stuff it's, it's really scary. it's always for some reason it's never nice things Mm-mm. so it basically you 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 hallucinate things um in real life without being able to like control or move anything and it's honestly super terrifying so when i was five or six um i was laying in bed one night 
and you know tucked in tucked all away very comfortable and i saw this beaming glowing green light at the corner of my room and i look and it's this giant and this is all like to this day like i know it wasn't a dream it was either sleep paralysis or i was like or was the real thing or i was hallucinating on something because <laughs> At five, you were just tripping. It was, yeah, it was super vivid and super, like, I don't know. So, it was this glowing green neon light in the corner of my room, and I look, and it's this giant, like, praying mantis creature, but he was, like, he was on two legs, and he was, he was like, a humanoid mantis glowing creature, like this boogeyman type thing. <laughs> And you know, to my my, I was I freaked out. I was yeah, I was actually. I felt defenseless in the moment, and I think it was sleep paralysis when I think about it. Because like I tried to call for my parents, mm-hmm. and like I I felt like I couldn't speak. Like I was I felt like I wasn't loud enough. Like I was definitely like talking, but I wasn't loud enough. But one thing I remember was I got out of bed, and I know that I know this wasn't a dream because it it was just like I saw it. But I remember getting out of bed and, like, standing up and then somehow, like, being placed in bed again. It was the weirdest thing, and I know it was real, too, because I remember, like, vividly, like, sweating and, like, checking the time. And, um, like, so what I did is I I just, like, I hid under my covers, and it, it didn't leave all night. It was just there all night did did you grow up in an old house yes we did grow up in an old house but like that's such a weird thing to see though like a praying green praying mantis humanoid creature like maybe i was visited by extraterrestrial life but i i don't know it it was just like staring at me and it was like emitting this glow and it was so freaky it never happened again after that and i know it wasn't a dream because i remember being distinctly awake and I remember like pinching myself and doing all the things like little kids do like hey, my, my, get me out of this dream <laughs> but I remember just like I kept sawing it at the corner of my room so I never found an explanation for it I'm I tried to convince myself it was a dream but something about it was just very surreal and I don't know it, yeah. you have any monster stories that well I ghost stories? I had like well okay monster stories like I was just more so thinking about some, like, nightmare, like, recurring nightmares that I had oh, growing yeah. up. Like, in some of the, you know, monsters who... And the funniest thing is, like, the monsters that would come up in my dreams mostly were based off of, like, movie characters. Like, Dobby from Harry Potter, like, haunted. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I, like, had this reoccurring dream where I was probably, like, five or six when I started having this dream. But I would be in, like, my preschool, like, my preschool, like, building, and, and like, this weird, like, like, creepy dog, because Dobby himself isn't that creepy, but, like, this, this Dobby was creepy. Evil Dobby. Yeah, and he was just, like, and, oh, the weird thing about, like, this is just a weird side note, but the weird thing about, like, my preschool building, I remember, was that, like, the, the bathroom was, like, fully open, like, there was no door or at least from what I remember, there was no door. There were no, like, stalls. Because we were all, like, four. And so it didn't really matter. But anyway, so so I imagine that, like, I went into this, the bathroom there. And there was a bathtub. 
and it was Dobby in there, and he was just like just like freaking out or something. Like it was just that like, is scary. It was like really. It's like probably now if I were like I don't have really nightmares anymore, which is like very very good because I I hated I hated my nightmares, so I'm glad they're gone. But anyway, that was like a recurring nightmare, which was just like so weird. Another one was Randall from Monsters Inc. He, he was creeped creepy. me out. He was creepy. And so he like, but he made appearances in like many different forms. So those were my main, my main monsters growing up. But I was always, because of that, so scared to go to sleep. I hated really? going to sleep. I slept with my covers over my head for probably five years with my door I wide still open do that. so, so I could see not my gonna parents. lie. I still do that. Like just really? out of habit. Like, no, like, like I would like. I don't know. I did that for years because I wouldn't like because the dark the or whatever. Mantis. Because of the praying yeah. mantis thing. But like I don't do that like now, but like sometimes I wake up and my like my sheets like a little over my head or something, but mm-hmm. I I think it's just this habit that won't die. But yeah. you have you seen like any apparitions or Oh, 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 well this yes. So, well I actually sought aspirations back in my day i was (laughs) in like elementary school for some reason me and my my childhood friend brooke started a ghost hunting club it was just us two and i don't even remember what really caused it i think we we had a book that was like you know scary stories or it was like scary places in pennsylvania because i grew up like around here sort of um and for some reason this just like sparked us to like want to find ghosts and one of the things that we did was we went to Logan Inn, which is a very famously uh, haunted place here in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania. If you ever go to New Hope, beautiful, beautiful town on its own. It's like right on the Delaware. It's so nice. Very expensive, but like very pretty. Anyway, the Logan Inn's there. And there's like, I don't know too much about it. I wish I like remembered exactly what it was, but... There's, like, a room where, like, someone died or something scary happened where, like, even to this day, you can, like, take a tour up to the haunted room. And so we went there for dinner one night. My mom took me and Brooke, a.k.a. just the whole club. And <laughs> and we went into, like, the little lobby area, and we were looking, like, we were just, like, staring intently at the fireplace just waiting to see, like, a face or something. And I remember I took a picture of the fireplace with my DS camera to see if like if we could like you know see any facial features which we didn't but we we told ourselves that we did so that was the probably the closest i've ever come to seeing like a, a ghost in any form it's, it's funny because i know like a lot of people have um like actual ghost stories my yeah. mom swears that she saw her guardian angel like basically a, an apparition that looked exactly like her mm-hmm. and she this was like in I don't know, the 80s or something. So she did her research in a library and found out if you see a, th- a thing that looks exactly like you, that's your guardian angel. So I guess it's good to have a nice ghost looking after. Do you believe in ghosts? Actually, let me ask that first. Um, Well, so for me personally, I've never seen or like felt a ghost. So from that perspective, like I, I don't have any evidence to go off of. But I also like am of the opinion well, I don't know exactly like what I believe in, but I feel like there's definitely some sort of afterlife. I feel like reincarnation seems like the most promising. And so I, I think that like our, whether it's our spirits or like our energy or whatever, like is still around in some way. And so I feel like there's no way that like, 
but I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not, like, overly convinced by that either. But I'd like to think that, like, we stick around. Yeah, I, I really hope um, there's something. Um, whether it be, like, honestly, like, let me reincarnate into a dog that's super spoiled by their family. Like, I wouldn't mind that, being able to just get treats and sleep all day mm-hmm. and go on walks and just poop on the grass. Like, does I, seem I, heavenly. Yeah, I, it does seem heavenly. And <laughs> some people... Are, I, I have some people I know in my life that believe that dogs don't have souls. I'm like, come what? on, what? They have more souls than most humans. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I, they're they're just the amount of love that they have for their owners, even if their owners like, even if it's not guaranteed that they're getting a treat. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like many animals, including humans, including dogs, are capable of love, even. If it's not overtly expressed, mm-hmm. and even if that love comes in the form of like begging for a treat, like, because so, people are like, oh, dogs don't have souls because um, they only love you because you give them food. But I'm like, that's not true. There are people. I mean, that's why some people love other people. Like, you know, like there are some people who their only like motivation to like be around other people is by like, you know, getting what they want. But I guess that's also, that's also kind of like, you know, that's psychopaths yeah. and sociopaths. Yeah. So maybe maybe not most humans, but I feel there. I I don't know. I feel like. I mean, dogs evolved similar to like how humans. Not I mean in the same way, but like we all were animals at the beginning, and so we obviously developed these feelings for some reason. And there's no like, how do we know that dogs don't feel that way? Like we don't know. So why would we say that they don't have a soul? That's kind of rude to them. And and millions and millions of years from now. Uh, if theoretically, if all life on Earth were to still exist, right, in the way evolution is going, um, chimpanzees and monkeys, I don't, I think chimpanzees will will look and evolve very much like we did. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I read somewhere that they're like in the Stone Age because they're capable of making tools and using tools which is what we were in hundreds of millions of years ago. So they like the next step for them is discovering fire, but they probably won't discover fire for like hundreds of millions of years from now, but I I f- from what I've seen, I think like it'll it, it's so interesting to me the way that how certain animals express emotion and like there's gorillas that know sign language. There's that one gorilla um Man, I don't remember her name. Um, I think she passed away recently, like a few years ago. But oh. when Robin Williams died, like she had a strong connection with him. Oh my god! And like they they would like play all the time and hug and stuff. And she signed the 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 word for crying. Like I'm crying. Oh or, my I'm god! Grieving. Yeah. Uh, and like it, it's proven that like animals are capable of grieving, and it's not like oh I'm sad I can't get my playtime. I'm I mean, sad I can't get my like. Yeah. There's love there, you know, like. Have you ever, did you ever have to read Where the Red Fern Grows in elementary school? No, I don't think I have. Oh my God, talk about a cry fest. But anyway, so it's like, it's like a classic book. I I think we read it in probably like uh, third or fourth grade. Um, It's about like, I think this kid's like relationships with his two dogs. And at one point, like, sorry, spoiler alert. I think he accidentally like kills one of the dogs. 
Or it gets rabies and he has to, I don't know, something like that. Oh, I think I might have read this actually. Yeah, like, but it's like a boy dog and a girl dog and he accidentally kills the boy dog. Oh. And then the girl dog like is so sad and misses her buddy so much that I think she dies of like a broken heart and like loneliness. Like you can't, and okay, yes, it's fiction, but like I feel like there's also real stories where like dogs feel lost for their owners or for, you know, other pets from that family, like that's not just because oh one less person to give me food like that's yeah. that's emotion why did they make the make us read these tearjerkers back dude, in my, elementary school i dude? don't know and my teacher i remember was sobbing because <laughs> we were doing like read aloud and we were like all the girls in the class and my teacher were just sobbing like she literally was like going through the whole tissue box reading this to us wow so and like, what did I get? I mean, I, I mean, I guess I got that anecdote for your show, but like, what else did I get out of that reading? I, it's like, it's, it's just, just so like sad. Just, it just makes you sad. Yeah. Um, Marley and Me, Old uh, Yeller. Oh, I've, like, I've, I haven't watched Marley and Me. I refuse. It's I watched it as a child. Do not watch it. I'm not going It's to. like as as someone who has had like dogs his whole life. It's just like, uh, it, yeah. it, it, it's too close to home with uh, how it portrays like losing a pet, and it's like. People are like, oh, it's just a pet. Like, get a new dog. It's like, no, it's Shut part of the up. family, dude. Come it's on. part of the family. Like, I, I, I view dogs as just, you know, they're family members. Yeah. They're, my 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 parents say my, <laughs> the, Evie, the dog we have now is my sister, and it's like, mm. it's like she's the favorite child because she never like talks back and always <laughs> listens. <laughs> she yeah. she always listens most of the time. She's she's never she's never mean to them. Unlike me, I can be a brat if I'm like not in a good mood. But, yeah. Um. I don't know. I uh, what was I gonna say? Oh my gosh! Um, Dogs, books that re- make you something. Cry. Oh, I was thinking about um, some spooky movies oh. actually, because my mom okay. mentioned it. My mom sent me twenty-two messages. <laughs> She's got uh, a lot to say about yeah, this. Yeah. Well, this is how she like. She, this is how she communicates with. Uh, um, oh, my mom said she was in in a uh, park in town today. I think. This might have been in town. Oh, I love Park. And sh- she and they were walking the dog and she was with my dad. And Wait, he- wait, wait. In okay. I thought for some reason I like zoned out. I thought you meant Park the restaurant in Philadelphia and then I realized <laughs> that like that makes no, no sense I'm, in this context. I'm from New Jersey. Yeah, so. and then I, yeah, cuz I put that together too. I was like, "Wait, in town? That's not his town." No, okay, no, 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 no. Sorry, ignore what I Okay, dog park. Or just park, or, uh, park. Just a park. Just a park. Um, just a piece let, of grass. He let Evie go and ran towards me like half a mile away. Aw. And she almost tackled my mom with love. Okay, so my mom and my dad were like walking half a mile apart and and he let her go. And Aww. she like she's a she's a pity mix. So she's a she's a bit stocky and she <laughs> she acts like she's not like she's she acts like she's not 70 pounds or whatever <laughs> she is. She's she's a big girl. How old is she? She's two years old. I, mm-hmm. I Is she two years old? Wait, yes. Yes, she is. She's she's about two, two and a half, I believe. Yeah. And um, she, she ever since day one, she just has been a licker. And she's, <laughs> we thought, I'd be like, usually puppies lick a lot or nip a lot and lick because they're very expressive. and But Evie has just, always licked and i i feel like 
there's this huge stigma against pit bulls. Even still, I, I, I see all over the internet, like, these memes about, oh, like, pit bulls and infants, you could never put them in the same room. It's just how they're trained, really. Yeah. And, like, obviously, but in general, like, there are so many dogs that are just a little bit more aggressive and has nothing to yeah. do with their breed. Yeah. And so it's just um, bad reputation. They, they, were, they were known as, like, nursing dogs, like, back then. Mm-hmm. Like, they were... Um, very therapeutic animals, very caring, but I I would I can't deny that they were bred. Um, a lot of them were bred for fighting. Yeah, and definitely. The the aggressive ones were bred, but Evie is like she's a mutt of everything. So we rescued her, and we didn't know what she was. Um, they said like, oh, it's a lab mix, and we saw her, and you're like, oh, she kind of looks like a like a little lab sheepdog type thing. Mm-hmm. But as she got older, everyone was like, "Look at her face! Like she looks like a." Hold on, let me sh- let me show you a picture. Right. Um, <laughs> she looks like a pit bull in this picture, but there's certain angles where she doesn't look like a pit bull. Oh my god! She's a, she's a pretty dog. Yeah. Um, so we got our DNA test and came back like one third pit bull. Um, like I don't know. And there's like a bunch of other percentages, like Husky, Staffordshire, uh, Sheepdog, all these other things. But it just goes to show because my mom and my dad they they always had a stigma against pit bulls and they unknowingly adopted like their favorite dog ever, which was a pit bull. Yeah. So I feel like the fact that if my parents can fall in love with pitties, I feel like you know anyone can. I, anyone can exactly. There, and I would admit too. Um, I definitely were like, oh, they're not that cute. They're kind of ugly looking dogs. You know, they're all like really square headed. Uh, big mouth dogs and i was like Bleh. and then we got evie and she got old she grew up because we got her when she was a puppy and she started looking more and more like a pit bull and i was like mm. she's so cute look at me and now i look at pit bulls all the time i'm like they're so cute yeah. and i they've become like my favorite dog breed because i don't know i i i i, I like i like the underdogs and i i, I don't want to follow the trend of liking i mean we still own a golden retriever but i feel like the popular breeds are i don't know go 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 adopt pit bulls guys no no call to action on here no call to action on here okay don't go buy pit bulls if you want to or not buy rescue them rescue Rescue, yes adopt Adopt, don't shop guys yeah that that that, that's not a call to action yeah go go get pit bulls okay 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 that's a call to action okay in the future guys really consider uh rescuing a pit bull only if you want to only if you want and to guys. we didn't really, tell you to do it yeah 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 like just take my recommendation they're they're gods they're gods dog breed they're mm-hmm. great um oh yes we were talking about i was i was going to talk about scary movies and i went oh, off scary movies yeah about yeah, yeah. my dog scariest movie you ever saw um okay i didn't actually watch the movie and i don't even really remember what it was like something like legend i am Le- i am legend with I, will smith maybe not i think it was lead uh i don't remember the, i never actually saw the movie itself i was really young though and my sister's fr- i have an older sister and her friend who like abused me growing up uh oh it's that one yeah <laughs> legion, legion legion yeah oh um, god yeah she showed me oh my god wait go to the old lady frame oh my, that 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 still haunts me to this day basically she just showed me just simply just the trailer for the movie and it kept me up for two weeks 
like two I need to get a look at this it was it's horrifying there's like this one scene the only scene that really like resonates with me still now is like there's this old lady sitting in a restaurant and the waitress is pregnant and goes up to the table and it's like hi can I take your order or something and she's like oh how far along are you oh like eight months or something and she's like oh well the baby's gonna burn like just the creepiest thing and then the and then the um the woman's just like oh wait oh you got it yeah wait back it up a little bit okay yeah let me yeah he's out of sight oh thank you dear how far along are you oh just about there father must be very proud i wouldn't know he's out of sight wait no just leave it just leave it i see so I take it you're not married. So there's I don't no. think I've seen the full scene. Nice I think I just saw the sh- I just saw the show. Yeah. Yeah, We're watching Legion way. 2 out of 10 movie clip on YouTube, guys, if you want to follow along. Okay, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I got it on the control. But it's going to burn. What did you just say? I said your fucking baby's going to burn. Oh, 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 bleep. Yeah, and then everyone in the restaurant's like, what just what just happened? Go to hell, Amy. And then the worst part of it all, you can pause it here. Um, but that happens, and th- like in the trailer, like you see that little clip. And then this old lady just like, just like goes ape bleep and just, and just I, I don't want to, I don't want to curse on air. And she like crawls up, the, yeah, look, she goes like all demonic and then like crawls up a wall and starts like eating people. And this was in the trailer. Yeah, see? See, this see? is, this is really funny now watching Oh, I didn't realize it. that Dennis Quaid was in this. Actually, I definitely could watch this now. This is like, kind of this funny. is camp. No, that's camp. But like growing up, that was like literally terrifying. Like, look at that grandma. That is, that is a little, that is, that is a little spooky. Yeah. Um. Yeah, terrifying. If anyone wants to look up the trailer, don't do it. It's not even worth it. Look it's also stupid. Like now that I'm older, like it just looks stupid. Yeah. But things are so much scarier when um you're younger. Like this. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> there you no, go. Took, they took killed, that guy they so killed. long to kill that. What was old the premise woman. of the movie? What? I have no idea. Again, I'd never watched it. I just saw the trailer. For but. me. Oh, scariest yeah. movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's hereditary, bro. Have you seen it? No, of course not. <laughs> I I do not watch scary movies in general. Like bro, they terrify me. That movie is. What's, what's I'm I'm what's not even about? I'm not. It's about possession and stuff. Oh, that's um, horrible. It's. I'm not. I won't play the sound of it because it's. It's pretty darn scary. Um, Ew. Yeah. Ew. There, that there, one's like. Is it a woman or a man? Some someone's that, rotting that's, in that's the her, scene. That's her dad. That's oh his God, dad. Wait, is he's, that? He's, yeah, that's Alex that's, Wolf, right? Yeah, uh, Naked Look, Brothers fan. That's the mom who, who just <gasps> got possessed okay, turn it off. Turn by it like off. Satan. Oh my God, turn it off. Okay, no, no, it's not. Well, not Satan. His name is Payman, but <laughs> he was one of the devils of hell, and it's basically. Dang, I just spoiled it for some people, but um, I'm sure people. Can you turn it? I can't. I can't look at it. I can't. Oh, it's not too bad. It's, oh my God. Yeah. I know, but I just uh. No, this is this movie's so oh, good, Midsummer. bro. That Midsummer's that's good. a crazy I, I, I've movie. Also it's not seen... like a it's not like a Halloween scary movie, but look, that's look, look, crazy. <gasps> look, she's floating and she's basically the whole movie is like uh, summoning this demon and oh <gasps> ew, <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah, this movie's this yeah, movie's like f- these possessed naked old people. But they weren't the pos- they weren't possessed. They were in a cult. Is that even allowed on YouTube? They were like. 
Oh, they weren't possessed. Okay. Well, these cult people just butt ass naked. Yes. I can say ass. Yeah, yeah, you can say ass. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, naked. But booty naked. But booty naked. <laughs> yeah, there were so to kind of explain the premise, um th- th- it was like these cult members and so like Alex Wolf's the main family's their grandmother dies and basically it's they have this um she was in a cult and she was like this leader of this cult that their goal was to summer summon this uh uh demon from hell he was like one of the kings of hell and uh i'm probably doing a terrible job explaining this and i might get some of the details a little messed up but um basically the their end goal is to possess the rest of the family and essentially they have to kill the rest of the family in order to, for payment to inhabit um the male body in order to like then finally take his like final form i don't know it's it's really convoluted it's very good um it's i i, I like it's very scary you've seen um Yes, but it's not the most traumatic. Oh, what's the most traumatic? Most traumatic. Let me pull it up right now. Let me let me pull it up. I'll 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 show you the most traumatic. Um, I'll show you the this when I saw this when I was really young. Oh, the original it. The original it miniseries. I I still am like freaked out by it, and I it still spooks me. Hold on, wait. No, this is not good quality looking. Yeah, the original it, the new it is not scary at all to me. But the original one? Yeah, I I hate scary Hi, movies Georgie. and I actually like the new it. Are you going to say hello? Oh. Come on, bucko. Don't you want a balloon? It's just like the music in the Yeah. And then it in the face he makes here, like, lives in my head. Like, it's... It, it kind of gives me, like, uh, like, Thriller vibes. Like, the music video of Thriller, where he, like... Where he turns yes. around at the end and looks like a... And the yellow eyes and, like, the teeth. The teeth, yeah. That's, that's a scary... Mo- that's a great music video. Oh, it's classic. Maybe you should dress... <laughs> if you dress up with the... The if- only thing is that <laughs> takes so much coordination for a last-minute costume choice you know what i i would totally do that if like halloween was a month from now i I was just really behind on my costume shopping and like how am i gonna find like a you know a red suit yeah it's definitely like it's (laughs) something you can't just like throw together you should be michael jackson holding the baby over the railing (gasps) wait (laughs) bring up that picture i want to see if i can do it which one oh The the baby the baby photo thing you definitely can uh, oh, I should get I should get like a baby doll or something. Yes, it's oh. just like a red. He has like a a, a I just red need like a black wig, and that's it. Super simple costume. I feel like. So, oh my god! I, I'm I would this if down. I would recognize it. I would recognize it if. Uh, that was such a bizarre thing he did, though. I don't. I I I I don't know why he. Uh, I just I remember that like coming out in the news. I remember I was like conscious at that point in yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, I was conscious too. I was <laughs> Isn't like, that crazy. <laughs> that was like 2007 or something. Well, he died in 2007, 2009, something in there. I think he was holding the baby over. Oh, that was 15. Wait, 
maybe I wasn't conscious, but I remember learning about it when I was young. Yeah, same. Holding baby. 2002. Okay, I wasn't conscious then, but I remember, oh, like, yeah, hearing no. about it, and it's still kind of talked about to this day. That would be, honestly, uh, that would be a good costume. That I, would be a really I, good costume. I, I, if you just, like, carried around, like, a little, like, a baby with, like, a blanket over his head. Yeah. Be kind of, like, Genius. It's a, it's a little... It's a little creepy. It is, but that's that's just in the spirit of Halloween. <laughs> like it is, a, it's a little like unsettling seeing like the 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 baby. I mean, obviously he was concealing the his kid's identity, but um, wasn't it like his baby? Yeah, it, okay. I think it was his, was it his son. Yeah, he was his son. Yeah, Michael Jackson's crazy. Yeah, like crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I got like here's the thing. Like he's an icon. He great has, music. I mean, he's still the king of pop. He still is. I know Rolling Stone said it was Harry Styles, but no, it, I'm shots. sorry. Like, look, I like Harry Styles. He's not the king of pop, and Rolling Stone knew that. That's why they put it to like to because I think for it was controversy. for controversy to kind of paint him in a bad light. Like they they knew what they were doing. They knew it would cause outrage. Um, but anyway, back to Michael Jackson. Like he, I would say, well deserved title, king of pop very strange human being and like very 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 problematic a lot of a lot of really bad things have happened because of him like to you know children yeah to his i mean obviously to his children too if he's holding them over the railing but like just in general like like it's just it's one of those things where it's like separate the art from the artist like how much can you actually do it it's funny that's a deep topic i don't know if we should get into that now. oh we can kind of gloss over it let's do it my mom my mom will actually mention a footnote about something similar to this about kanye oh yeah um with michael jackson though yeah he i mean it's funny though how he's still so respected though because of how great and how people gloss over yeah so much of what he did to like what what was it like the neverland yeah the neverland documentary when that came out like that like basically talks about that that that, like confirmed basically a lot of suspicions people had about him but people still like "Eh, he's still he's still the greatest of all time Eh, uh, the only reason why like i feel like people gloss over is because he passed if he was alive like i think you'd get a lot more crap for it but um but yeah no i mean it's just tough though because like like rock with you you know like like, iconic so good like there's so many so many bangers he's had and also just him as like in jackson five like a like a 12 year old i feel a little come on little less guilty um listening to that but then again the jackson five were like basically they were groomed by their parents to become those uh like pop stars or at least michael they they were all like abused Mm -hmm. to become like these performers and that's why they were so good and that's also why they're so messed up yeah or at least why michael jackson was a good part of that i mean they're uh who, who like they've had like multiple deaths in that family because of like mental illness and it's just like it's it's pretty traumatic but yeah. with kanye and mental illness too yeah kanye has had a lot of controversy mm-hmm. recently and um, it's and it's causing real issues it's not just like yes. oh he's being like a you know dumb little idiot on tv or something like say just spe- spewing you know horrible Nonsense. things now it's like people are like oh yeah like he's right 
Like, did you hear about like people in that. LA? Yeah, like holding signs and doing like the like the Hitler salute. Yeah, the Nazi salute. Yes. Yeah. Um, like that's where it's like. When you have literal Nazis supporting you, it's just like okay. But the th- what's good is see because I know Kanye is like I'm a huge Kanye fan. Mm-hmm. Like I used to defend him to the death. I'll be like, you know, like he's still a goat. Like he's still a genius. Mm-hmm. Like, but just what he's done recently and his anti-Semitism and his general like bigotry towards people. Yeah. Um. It's just unacceptable. And what's good is a lot of his brands, um, Yeezy, Adidas, completely dropped, um, which is huge mm-hmm. because, like, I think it takes a lot. I mean, I guess Adidas sort of had to, but Adidas stuck with him throughout his all his other comments that he's made, all his very controversial takes that he's had, like, that's been, like, really problematic. But these are career sabotaging. Mm-hmm. Yeezy dropped him. Um Def Jam, his a record label that he has with, uh, I think it's Jay Z's record label. Um, he was dropped by them. He was dropped by uh, Gap, who he had like a huge collaboration with, um, mm-hmm. Easy Gap and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's good for these companies to take and be like, put their foot down and be like, no one is safe Absolutely. from the, you know, no one's invincible with these comments like that. And yeah. and I think it brings up a whole other argument about like cancel culture too which yeah. like because i think that like the fr- like you know the term canceled gets thrown around so much to the point where we forget like what it means to just be criticized like yes. people are like this person's canceled but really they're just being openly criticized like for the most part like people aren't genuinely like losing their careers in a way that's undeserved and you think about kanye and, like, I would say this this is canceled. This is, like, you are genuinely, like, being... But he's been doing this for years. He's been, like, you know, spewing this stuff for years. And now it's having real social repercussions that are gonna, you know... I mean, like, you think of COVID and how how so many people were just kind of, like, casually saying, you know, like, oh, it's, like let's blame the Chinese or something like that when it's like, and then it's, it caused, you know, you know, yeah. real hate crimes against Asian Americans. Yeah. It's stuff like that where it's like, you have this little seed of like, whatever these people are just being like mean and nasty and racist and whatever. And then it turns into people actually committing acts against like Kanye, like there could be genuine acts and there probably will be genuine acts of like anti, you know, semitism against people like in this country because of him yeah like he's it's a huge inspiration of many many people and, exactly like, many i know young people love him and like support him no matter yeah. what and but this is definitely exactly and he's like you said like he is idolized for his art he has such a platform yeah. he could so easily use that in a way that you know physically harms people physically emotionally like whatever like literally harms people like these people need to have their platform being taken down a couple notches they need to know that they can't just get away with this one thing that i like instead of like obviously i condone everything he's been saying Mm -hmm. but one thing i can't help but think about is like 
I know he's going through an episode right now. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing, yeah. Yeah, like, he's very open about his bipolar disorder, and um, when Kanye goes on these, like, huge tangents and rants and is... I feel like instead of these people, like, giving him platforms, like, Piers Morgan had him on his show, he appeared on... Uh, this sh- popular internet show called Drink Champs. Like, he's getting interviews because he's, like, you know, he wants to be heard. Yeah. And these news companies are like, all right, let's bring him on. You know, we- we'll get a lot of traction. We'll get a lot of viewership because yeah. of this. But I'm like, instead of doing this, like, uh, he needs help. Yeah. He needs genuine and help. And that's the other thing, too, is it also talks to just the issue of mental health in this country and how it's addressed. And, I mean, in the world and how it's addressed. Instead of being just, like, instead of letting it get this far, we've, like, everyone's been talking about, like, oh, Kanye's been off the meds this whole time. Yeah. Like, that should... as a joke. They meant it as a, as a joke, but it's, like, based in very serious issues that he's having. Like, he's off the meds with, bi- like, I mean, bipolar disorder. It's bi- he's bipolar, yes. right? Yeah, like, that... Like, I mean, I, I don't know too much about it, that specific disorder, but, like, I mean, his loved ones or, you know, whoever's close to him should be, like, you know, we see this happen. Like, we you need help. Yeah. Like, and instead of getting, and instead of, like, people actually advocating for him to get help, they just are, like, oh, my God, did you hear what he's, like, they don't do anything about I, it. I think a lot of it is because of the the how people idolize him and the amount of supporters that he has had over the years that he has so many yes men and mm-hmm. women by his side that they're like oh they clap and laugh yeah. and say yeah Kanye like get him talk talk yo whatever you know I was gonna say a curse word but <laughs> um like I see these interviews with some people and like they encourage him to say these things. Yeah. They 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 Because they know that it's gonna gain views and it's gonna do what it like, you know, whatever and it's gonna make them money in the end. Yeah, and and the it's it's so cruel for these people to be giving him a platform in the first place because one, you know he's gonna spew hate speech. Mm-hmm. So you're you're gonna be broadcasting hate speech to potentially millions of viewers from someone people idolize and two you're taking advantage of someone's episode yeah so like i i think you know there are just so many angles to it this is issue. very angles because it, i mean there's a lot of angles it's because it's like yes kanye he sucks right now yeah for what he's saying and he's like obviously i've my views have definitely changed of him i still love his music like yeah. i will always love his music he'll his music will always have a special place in my heart but what he's going through right now i i do sympathize for but like at the same time like it's uh makes me cringe every time i see a headline like him saying something new it's like oh someone please get this man help and like have him stop using like any social media like take his phone away take it take away his voice for now not saying he doesn't have the right to express himself but he needs help but like yeah i again there are just so many angles to it but i think this was really i mean yeah, this was really a breaking point. Like, it's actually, yes. like, people are going out there and being like, thanks, Kanye, for being, you know, a spokesperson I to us yeah. anti-Semites. Like, that, it's just, <laughs> like, I that's, it. it's it's just terrible. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, and it's like, but it's to the point where it's like, how much can you really, like, 
blame on his mental health or mental well-being. It's like how much, like, yeah. where do you cross the line? Or like, and I feel like also he's he crossed the line for a lot of people. And he can't know that, like, you know, he's gaining a lot of attention for this. Like, I'm sure he's, you know, financially profiting. Not only his yes, but he's financially profiting from him, you know, making these outrageous claims all the time. Like, there's no way. Like, obviously, it's going to be skewed in his brain based off of like whatever mental health issues he's going through at the time but like he can't not see that it's you know i don't know i, I don't read know. T- i read today that he uh is well with his assets like him getting um kicked off of Ad- adidas and yeezy mm-hmm. brand and him losing his all his deals and stuff like he's not on the billionaires list for forbes anymore yeah because all like his assets and stuff are just gone yeah. and supposedly he's like worth like 400 million dollars because i mean like net worth is talking about like assets yeah um yeah. minus your debt but i i he is sabotaging his career and he's losing a lot of friends like a lot of supporters and a lot of deals so i'm just like is there a way he can come back from this yeah, that's the big question i mean i can he here's the thing is i think like our country would totally let him come back for this oh my god because all i can think about right now is like britney spears how like the (laughs) difference in response to her like two people i like i mean i'm not too familiar on all the details of britney spears but obviously she was you know hospitalized institutionalized whatever against her will like you can like she did have you know a public breakdown I feel but bad it for was it too. yeah, but it was handled in a horrible, horrible way. Again, against her will, and then for the net, you know, however many years, I guess what fifteen years she was in the conservatorship. Yeah, and I where don't, her I, yeah so for we, a good amount of time yes. yeah for you know over a decade over a decade where like you know she had no control over her work her finances anything like literally no, she had no control over her life. Meanwhile, here's Kanye very similarly going through a public mental health yeah. episode, and the response isn't like, "Oh, let's get him out of the sun, like or out of the spotlight because he's like a crazy woman." No, it's like, "How about let's prop him up? Let's make a profit off of him. Like, yes. we'll we'll keep this going until we can't anymore." That's what's happening, and that's why I'm like, with Britney Spears, like, she's like kind of making a con- like the pre Britney movement obviously kind of helped her get back in the spotlight but it's really just like her loyal fans from before who are still like keeping up with her yeah Kanye like could easily come back after this and like probably be as famous as he once was I, I would say too yeah I would say the same thing I think it's like it's one thing to do something really bad like like I uh, like to get canceled for like like even Michael Jackson <laughs> he had all these sexual assault allegations against him, and he was still able to have uh, like a, a good legacy. You know, like he's still like like as you said, he's cemented as the king of pop. So I think Kanye, like, this is the worst thing he's probably ever done, as mm-hmm. far as we know, as mainstream media knows. Um, and I think like words are definitely like a lot easier forgotten than actions yeah um which is i mean it shouldn't be the case because his words translate to actions from people yeah. and it translates to hate for other people but um i don't know it's well, it'll be interesting to see where he where things go and 
uh, it, it still it just makes me cringe though seeing like his name everywhere and like just negativity associated yeah. with I don't know it's they're definitely like news outlets are definitely like eating it up but yeah oh for sure I think uh we'll start wrapping it up if you want to say anything oh, yeah. we we didn't conclude on a spooky note we concluded on a uh, on a good talk note. about mental <laughs> but, health but yeah. we can c- come back to spooky yes but well th- i mean it's all very spooky. hot halloween take let's go let me, he- let oh me hear oh my god no i i can't not um, the hat. my don't. hot halloween take is there needs to be halloween music on the radio okay uh, but what defines halloween like there's like the monster spook- mash yeah. there's yeah. like spooky all the monster or uh what was it like the china and mclean song what song is that? The the something with the monsters. China. Oh, calling all the monsters. Calling all the oh yes yes yeah, yes. Calling yes. all the monsters. Monster mash. Uh, monster mash. Thriller. thriller. <laughs> like yeah. the like Christmas, holiday oh, yeah. holiday season. Yeah. Like music, it's just un- inescapable. That's fair. I haven't heard anyone play Halloween music at all except for me because I'm excited for Halloween. Well, but, okay, all right. But I, that's I would say that that's, that's kind mine. of a hot take because I feel like I don't really care that much about it. I'm sorry. Oh, I care, and I am an avid. Uh, yeah, supporter of that. Yeah. But any any last words for the audience? Any shout outs? Any? Um, I'd like to shout out to any of my friends who are listening. Still, it's been a long hour fifteen. Sh- We've hopped sh- to a lot of things. This has been the longest uh, show I've had because I realized I can I can go to ten o'clock now, and I <laughs> I only thought I was like my limit was an hour, but it's actually an hour and a half. Cool. But well, I mean, I I had a lot of fun. No, I had a, yeah, so I definitely great. want to come back. Oh, for I've sure. Got, I've got you know. I talk too. Kira talks as well. Kira, Kira talk. Kira maybe, talk. maybe. So, <laughs> so I, I'm definitely down to come back and. Maybe we'll have a Kira you know. talk themed episode I where like you the... interview me or oh, something. Oh, that would or be you, fun. Or you, you put you, you sit in the 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 DJ. Yeah, I feel like it's pointless to come up with themes for if I come on here because we're just gonna touch on a million everything. Different things. Everything. Mm-hmm. We talked about evolution. We, we talked did. about cancel culture. We like everything. Uh, Mental yeah. health. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, yeah. May- next time possibly talk about astrology and Kira was talking about that big astrology gal absolutely Um, shout out mom um shout out jack oh yeah i I, I hope he's listening he better be listening jack if you're listening text kira right now good job yeah please do all right good night everybody bye maddie it was nice to meet you (laughs) but bye mom um good night everybody have a great halloween if you celebrate um if not stay safe stay warm good night all right. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. Areas of fog tonight. It's the very best in smooth jazz. You're listening to Lights Out Villanova on V891 The Roar. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. V891 The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day for the first time in Villanova's history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. And stay tuned for details of how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. This is your WXVU Villanova Campus Minute.
We sat down with Stephen Koch, Villanova's Associate Director for Leadership Programs, where he talked about the resources available for first-year students and their families. We have so many great uh, campus offices and programs. I mean, just to highlight a few, the Counseling Center, of course, Residence Life Campus Ministry, our Health and Wellness Office, the Education and Career Center, our Office Student Involvement. You know, these are, these are offices and, and um, the staff in these offices, they want to see students succeed and they want to give them the tools to, to succeed. And, um, you know, outside of seeking resources, I would say connect with others in your res hall. These are like-minded students mm. that are, um, you know, in kind of in the same boat yep. and kind of navigating the newness of being on campus and try to make those connections with others in your res hall and um, connect with upperclassmen. I, I always say that because, you know, in particular our seniors, Nick, and they've been there and they've seen a lot, yep. they've done a lot, and they know what it's like to, to be, you know, a first-year student. To hear our full conversations with Villanova community members, check out the interviews on WXVU's podcast feed, available on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Plato paper due tomorrow? Need a fresh set of eyes to look over your final draft? Haven't even started yet? You can make an appointment at the Villanova University Writing Center, located on the second floor of Falvey Memorial Library. The Writing Center is full of professionally trained tutors who assist Villanova students of all majors on their writing assignments from personal statements to thesis papers at any stage in the writing process. Hours of operation are Sunday from 3.30 to 7.30, Monday through Thursday from 11.30 to 7.30, and Friday from 11.30 to 3.30. Stop in or call 610-519-4604 to make an appointment today. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. When I'm driving my truck, I'll remember to check my mirrors for smaller vehicles. And when you're on the road, try to avoid lingering in my blind spots. Let's all plan to share the road safely. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Listen to WXVU for programming through our partnership with Philadelphia's Germantown Radio. Tune in every Thursday at 9 a.m. for Planet Philadelphia, a radio show about our environment. You will hear a mix of environmental news, interviews, music, poetry, and reporting on community events. Planet Philadelphia is for the many Philadelphians who care about our planet. Produced and hosted by Kay Wood. For more information on Germantown radio programming, visit gtownradio.com. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Areas of fog tonight with a slight chance of a shower or a low down to 60. Cloudy skies for your Wednesday continue with a slight chance of a shower, a high of 67 degrees. And we'll finally see clearing Thursday, sunny skies, a high of 63. It's the very best in smooth jazz. Hey, this is Boney James on 89.1 WXVU Villanova Radio. You're listening to Lights Out Villanova on V891 The Roar.
Villanova University's WX 